betrayed the new Jedi arts by Count Dooku. Um, hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Weekly Song Podcast. My name is Roger Heathers and joining me today as always is my co-host. Hello, Declan Kitchener. I'm dying. <laughs> oh, well, at least you've been trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku. It didn't help. <laughs> I'm still dead. <laughs> and, uh, hello. Yeah, so in, on this podcast we write a song in a week and uh, we take it to the podcast and we talk about the way we wrote the song and today joining us is our special guest, our friend Matt Partridge. How are you doing, Matt? Whoop, whoop, chicken soup. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Yeah, a little, um, feeling a little like I need some oil. Oil? Well, like your creaky joints. Yeah, my creaky joints, yeah. Makes me think of in The Wizard of Oz, the Tin Man. Tin Man, that's how I'm feeling. You've given yourself away, replicant human. Oh no! <laughs> Rule number one of being a robot is never yeah. tell the other humans that you've got. Yeah, that's, that's, you very oil. True. that's very true. That's very true. But maybe it's a double bluff, you know. Maybe. Maybe the twist is you're not a robot. <laughs> or maybe I am a robot that wants you to think he's a robot, but not think he's a robot, but is a robot. Quite possibly. Yeah. Well, there we go. I'm not <laughs> sure if I phrased that 100 percent correctly, but I think you you, you get we, the idea. We, yeah. I think you're playing a Ro- robot mind psychology warfare. It's like reverse psychology, like four <laughs> or five times over. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Matt, I think we should hear your song. Oh no! I really want to hear it. Okay. Are you going to explain explain the whole? Yeah. Oh yes, I should. The, the, oh, oh, yes. The, yeah, the challenge. The, oh yeah, yeah the, we had an extra layer of challenge this week. Was to fit. This was, was a, this was new to me, <laughs> which was to try and fit in the line. Now as then like Native American uh, takes on the town. Yes, like that. that's it. Takes on the local town, but takes yeah. on the local town. Yeah, and we had to fit that lyric in whole or in part into our song in some way, and it's such a weird. I think it's our weirdest challenge yet. Yeah. And, um, well, you yeah. know, for you, it's easy. Like we were saying last week, this is basically one of your lyrics already. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But we'll to I, that. I really want to see how you guys fit it in because uh, Matt's actually taken on the challenge today as well to fit in. Because when we came up with this challenge of like this taking this thing from a book, it was like from a Michael Moore book. I don't know if you know Michael okay. Moore at all, but we, we just took a random line anyway. Mm. And um, I was like, I was texting you like, Matt, this is the quote. Mm. Like obviously completely up to you if you yeah. want to do it or not. And you were like, okay, we'll see what I can do. So... I'll hand it over to you and see what you've got. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Bearing in mind, I finished it yesterday. Um, you know when you're about to do something you really don't want to do, your mind's just like, I don't remember this. <laughs> How can I get out of this one? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, well, it might take a few goes around this sort of riff before. That's cool. We get to hear it more. <laughs> That's true, actually. Okay. I guess. Here goes. <laughs> Then like Native American is taking all the whole town He's lost his Zen and his friends Ask him why he's so sore as he's walking out the door Transcendental meditation, spirit animal in another dimension, he will defy the all. He will defy the all.
a blackout of an ascension Shapes form like hallucinations Is he insane? As he reached another plane As this girl lost the frame Smoking all that Mary Jane Transcendental Meditation Spirit animal In another dimension He will defy them all He will defy them all Projection gives him feelings of affection for his totem pole, and it gives him an erection. His friends know why he's so sore because he can't sit down anymore. Yeah, he's turning into an eagle, he's soaring like a bird. He's got a job to do, he's not following the herd. He's reached his higher self, the incest given power. The locusts in his town are about to get devoured. Transcendental Meditation Spirit Animal In another Dimension He will defy the moon He will defy the moon Native American is taking a whole local town. He's lost his Zen and his friends ask him why he's so sore as he's walking out the door. Yes. <laughs> I've never laughed so much during um, one of our guest songs before. That's fantastic. It, that was fun, yeah. That, I was getting real, like, the darkness and T-Rex, like, mashed together kind of vibes off of that one, which is really cool. I could definitely see that. Oh, that's really, really cool. It's like, it's kind of got, like, this Western feel. Like, you know in, like, a, a film, like, a Western, they have a song that's kind of about the film? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. I can kind of, like, see in my head all the imagery of it, and I was like... It's oh. a film I want to see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when the erection, erection line came along, I was like, I did not expect this. <laughs> I thought you wouldn't. Yeah. I was, that's why I was so excited to play it, because it just kind of, the idea formed, and I was like, wow, this is like taking on a something I've never, ever done before. I've never written like any sort of comi comi comical thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was just like, oh, oh shit, okay, well. Oh. Excuse me. Um, oh, it's okay. We, it's, that's fine. It's taken on some sort of other form that I've never, I've never even gone there before. So it was, yeah, it was cool. It was interesting. See, I noticed your voice was like uh, using more of its range than I've heard in a well. Like you're very much going very high up into your upper register as well into into your lower register as well. Mm. Like it's, it's kind of cool. It adds to the flavour of it. In a bit. I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just so cool. Like especially like that riff in the chorus like where you got like transcendental meditation mm. um and then like that kind of like ding 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 and then you come back down into the yeah. really bad description but like you kind of like play like a little riff on the b and e strings mm. and then you come back down into that that's cool and um yeah it's really really cool so how did you like start writing it then um i was i was speaking to deck about this because i was like oh man you know like 
I would have I would have found it easier to I don't know actually because I'm beginning to think it did make it easier the, the the challenge of having the specific phrase to fit in mm. at first it gave me this bit like a bit of a mental block I was like oh man like I'm not sure if I can do this because mm. when I write a song I kind of usually have like a clean slate so when you've got like a certain instruction in in my mind anyway it's like oh man like how do I fit it in as much as I try and escape it and just write a song and fit the phrase in later mm. it's always in the forefront of my mind like you've got to do this you've got to do this like yeah. bashing me in the brain and so I was like oh man and I kind of just sat down and I was like okay it's there so I'll just go with it mm. so I just played a chord and uh, I was like if I'm gonna fit this in it's just gonna have to be like as obvious as it can be. Mm. I, c- I couldn't get away from the fact of it had to be in there, so I thought I'd just slap it in there straight away and write a story out of the phrase kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did like the fact that when you started playing it, like Declan and I looked at each other when you started playing, like that was the first line of the song. I was like, oh, awesome. Like you've yeah. like really kind of gone uh, in the deep end and just gone, like, yeah. yeah, I'm just going to, here yeah, it is. This is a song about a Zen like <laughs> naked, uh, Native American. Yeah, or Zen like Naked American. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who takes on the whole town. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk today. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I know what you mean about having an agenda in the song because, like, usually, like you say, you've got a blank slate, but mm. this time you've got a slate with some stuff written on it that you have yeah. to use. Yeah. So, did you find that having an agenda informed the comical like approach you had, or did that kind of come later? Or? No, it, I think it definitely did because because I was in this sort of mindset of, well, uh, if I'm going to come up with something, it could be anything. Mm. So, you know, if uh, if the next line rhymes and it's funny, then I'll chuck it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like, listening to it. It's like anything goes sort of thing. Like you're playing like, oh, like you say, this line rhymes and it's funny. So like, yeah, that can be in there. Like, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. <clears throat> I but, guess I've never really like taken something and ran with it. And it kind of, as much as I was stressing that I wasn't going to get a song this week. Mm. It kind of just like fouled together in like five minutes. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, you know, I don't need to stress anymore. I just, whatever flows, yeah. I'll go with it. And then suddenly like breaking out of the stress mindset and actually knowing that, oh, you've got the first like verse done. Then all the ideas, well, I think with any song, once you get like a little bit done, then your creative juices start flowing and then you get all these ideas coming into your head. And, Definitely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just sometimes you've got to roll with them. It's weird how that happens, isn't mm. it? It's like yeah. the first verse I always find is like the hardest thing to write. I'm just like, because it's that blank paper syndrome. It's such a cliche, but everyone's mm. like, oh, looking at the blank piece of paper. Once you get that first verse, then you kind of have like some semblance in your mind of like what the chords sound like and what the lyrics mm-hmm. rhythm is like. Yeah. And then you go, well, I kind of know what the second verse is like, or at least it's an option that the second verse can mimic the first verse in some way. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay. Then you're just rolling and writing and it's just it just works. Yeah. So, yeah. You've then got something to react against or with, as opposed yeah. to before, where there's literally nothing. That's a good point, actually. I never thought of it that way. Because there's some kind of, like... Catalyst. You need a yeah. catalyst. Mm. Yeah. Like, having some material there is, like... Like you say, there's something to play off or, like, go against or towards or mm. something like that. Yeah. Um, whereas... Oh, God. But having that initial spark is a difficult thing. So yeah. I'm trying to work out whether, actually, the challenge made it easier or harder. Mm. I think like me being in the mindset always of writing kind of serious, dark rock songs and um, realising that they, sometimes you just got to break free of that and do something a bit zany. Mm. And, yeah. and actually I think having the phrase there 
because I just ran with it, it helped. Yeah. And definitely. I thought it, I thought it wasn't helping, but if you let go and just go with go with another thing that you've never done before, sometimes it opens up a plethora of strange things. It, it's new ground to cover. Yeah. And because you've never done it before, you can feel free to wade in and mm-hmm. like do whatever you like. Yeah. Can I just say, with the chords on the front of it, like with the, it was like A major to C major to F major to B major, that's a brilliant set of chords. Yeah, I thought so. They relate to each other so nicely. Yeah, they just kind of fell in place, I suppose. It was interesting, because I wanted to go for that kind of operatic-esque kind of vocal going up sort of thing. Yeah. And when I was playing those chords, I realised that it gave... It gave you space to go up and up and up, kind of thing. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, now I'm going to go down. And da 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 Now you've mentioned opera, I can just imagine, like, just these massive opera choirs just coming in the back and just emphasising <laughs> yeah. certain lines. Yeah. Definitely. That's the bit that reminded me the most of, like, a kind of, like, um, like, Western country song. I know that sounds like such a vague thing to say, but, like, when you go, da dum 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 <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> you know, just like, you don't get, like all that minor chord. It's like, it's just, uh, it's very country-esque. I w- also, I was going to ask as well, it's like, can we expect a version of this being played by Majaro at any point? Because <laughs> I really want to hear that. We'll it's see. Like, like Knights of Sidonia are top. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how it'd work in a, in a rock situ. I'll try it. Maybe just like a one-off oh, yeah. one time. Just yeah. for us. Just for us, yeah. yeah. I'll see how it works. I'll, I'll take, I'll take the idea to them, and they'll either love it or they'll hate it. And you hope they'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe by the Perrin gig. When's mm. that again? The Perrin one. That's this Friday coming up. At the Taiwan Hill. The Inn. Taiwan Hill in in Perrinporth. Let me see what that Friday Which is date wise. We're gonna try and be down there for. I think. Okay. So for anyone listening, you can uh, you can go and see Matt's band Majara on the 29th. Um, what's, how do you pronounce that pub? I never know how to pronounce the Taiwan pub. Taiwan Hill, is The Taiwan... Warren... Warren... Warren? Taiwan. Taiwan. Taiwan Ale. Taiwan Ale. Like, you have to do that, that many... The Taiwan... Warren... 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 Taiwan... Warren Ale. <laughs> and then eventually say it with victory. The Taiwan Ale. The Taiwan Ale. Um, yeah, anyone should go and see your band, because your band is rocking. It is always fun. Thank you all. But um, yeah, I really like to hear that song played by the band. But it definitely feels like one of those more like acoustic songs. Mm. But um, oh, but by the way, what's it called? Um, I'll think of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just text me. Yeah, I, I think I had like transcendental slash um, astral projection or <laughs> something weird like that like, as like a cover name for the song. But... Yeah. Do you know what? I'd love to hear you just go up to a group of hippies and go like. Uh, Hey, I've got this song, it's called Transcendental Slash Astral Projection. Is it landing to America? Ah, so it's cool. Anything else you would like to say about the writing of the song at all? I think we've covered all of it, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to talk more about that erection line. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the one line I messed up in the whole song. (laughs) It went smoothly apart from that line. Well, to be fair, you had to, like, scroll your phone as well Mm. for the lyrics. Yeah. Which is, um... Which you did, like... Most disorganised member of the crew, boys. Well, not... Wait till you see. Yeah. Wait till you see what we are like. Like, I'm really unrehearsed, under-rehearsed today. 
Vibe rehearsals basically consisted of driving over here in the car mm. and just listening to my iPhone recording of it like over and over and over again, just like trying to sing along and just to the piano. Along, yeah. It's like <laughs> taking my hands off the steering wheel and like air piano it. <laughs> and, like <laughs> crashing into my... a hedge. Yeah. Um, well, that is Matt's song for this week, and that is really, really cool. And now it is time for Declan Kitchener's song, I believe. Shit. Right, okay, just a little bit of warning for this one. Play the song! <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you may be able to hear, I've got like a cold in my throat. So uh, this isn't going to be best, my best performance. Also, this is one of those songs where I just imagine it being sung an octave higher than it actually is. So with those in mind, this song is called Momentum. For darker days, fighting back at least to something. I'm getting tired of the way you never want to get me going. You're happy with your little thing. There's more I can be doing. I'm simply waiting in the wings. Building up barriers and breaking them down. No one said this would be easy. Can't stop the future from coming around So why not lie down and appease me? But I must be built up a mentor Venture far from Tally Hall I'll start, I won't stop moving Until there's nowhere else to go I know this doesn't last forever We can't escape the journey's end We from this life into the next one And we can all begin
chicken soup. I'll just go and die in this corner now. You pulled it off, Dad. Don't worry. That was that was brilliant. Yeah, and you pulled it off twice too. You got the the line in. That's like part yeah. of your chorus. Is that right? Yes, I did. Yeah. I really like that song. That is again another one I can hear the band around. Yeah. Like yeah. in big time this time. Mm. Like really hear the band. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> um, basically, uh, as ever, the lyrics came last. But I essentially just thought. I was getting excited about the new Foo Fighters record and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to try and write a Foo Fighters song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you could tell. To, yeah. yeah. So like, uh, it was more of a thing in the chorus than it was in the um, verses, but I was just trying to figure out something for ages and then I got to the... Basically that just... riff is really, really cool. Thank you. Now, like, I know it right, it's like an age-old question that people ask. But why am I so sexy and talented? Yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> Age-old question. How did God. you come up with that riff? Um, it I is was, a good one. I was yeah. just noodling, really. I was noodling on the electric guitar, and um, I was just doing like loads of like. And then I thought, oh, there's something there. So mm. then I refined it into. just one of those classic yeah. strong riffs it's like you can just again i've never really said this but hear the band around just like crashing on the four of yeah of that it's really cool cool thank you and uh i'll tell you one moment that like really had me like smiling when i was listening to it is the first time you go through the ega nice like rocky big chord yeah and then yeah. you like come round to the b and then you kind of come down back yeah to, yeah back that, to was, that little yeah, riff yeah. again that was, yeah it's that like, was really really cool it's a bit of a that, thing I use too much, really. I need to that, that bridge bit, the the heavy bit, I would call it. It's just mm. really good because it just opens it up out of nowhere. It does. It really is like you're kind of like on the open road. Yeah. You're just like, ah, you're like sailing. Full, full throttle. Well, that's, that's the point where you're meant to have like seven guitarists soloing on the top of it. And like yeah, The yeah. rest of the guitarists in the world doing that. <laughs> and that's all those <laughs> The rest of the guitarists in the world. Yeah. That's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. no, I just uh, needed something to happen after the um, chorus, and I thought, you know, I can't be bothered to write a bridge. Let's just do an instrumental. <laughs> and then I realised, oh shit, I need to actually build tension up again. So it's just back to the um, main riff, mm. just to sort of. It's, there's really very few parts in this song. Yeah, what about lyrically then? What, mm. where, where did the concept come um, from? It's a bit of an odd one. I um, wrote the chorus first, yeah. which is highly unusual for me, but mm. I had the... Uh... I had that. I didn't know what the melody was. And I actually sent you a text when I, fin I finished all the music. Mm. And I sent you a text saying, oh, I've, um, I've got the music, but I haven't got any words. Mm. I went back inside, and I ha as I was walking inside, I had this, like, I had that in my head. Oh, cool. So uh, I just went back inside for half an hour, wrote all the words, basically yeah. first draft, and then um, came back outside uh, tested it and then you got another text 35 minutes after my first one saying okay I've got a song now <laughs> <laughs> um, so where does the inspiration for your lyrics usually come from 
um, generally whatever's on my head. Yeah. Um, sadly, it's very rarely a hat. Uh, that's an awful, <laughs> awful joke. You've got so some sorry. cool damn hair. <laughs> that's true, you don't need a hat on that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's just about, um, well, it's about feeling stuck in a place and it, it's like any rock song, it's generic rebellion stuff, isn't it? Like, um, plus I, I started off with the idea of a Native American reclaiming the town, is this what everyone wanted? that's the lyric I had to get in there mm. so I thought well that's all rebellious I know I'll just write this song about getting out of here essentially and like uh, uh, about trying to fight back against very indistinct powers that sort of keep you in certain places right like, yeah. uh, like you know when you feel like you're fighting the cosmic entity of the universe yeah. rather than anything you know that actually exists and has any power of you. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you find it difficult to get the Native American line in, or did that come fairly easily? Because it seems like it just that started right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I had. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think um, you did say that. Yeah. 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 I was walking back into the house. I think, how am I going to fit this in? A Native American reclaiming the town. Is this what everyone wanted? Oh, that's nice. Can you can you say the the Zen line? Because I obviously I caught the Native American part, but the Zen line, I was like, it's cool that you mixed it up. It was in the, the bridge, Zen wasn't in it? the second part. Was of it that? in the bridge? It it was in the second half of the chorus. I've right. entered a Zen like state. I'm coming around. Yeah. I'm going to get what I wanted. Now. It's cool um, that you like flipped it so like you took bits of that word from that phrase and put it in the second. Bit. To be completely honest with you, it was a different line up until about ten minutes before we started. Today. Yeah, like. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Like, um, but I was just lying in bed uh, this morning thinking, shit, I didn't get the Zen light thing in there. Okay, I can just change that line because I'm not happy with that anyway. Cool, and then I just wrote, I changed the lyrics over about 10 minutes before we started setting up. Mm-hmm. So, sweet. Yeah, very down to the wire. Yeah, nicely done though. It's a really cool song. Yeah, it is, it's really cool. Thank you. But, like, one last thing, I do imagine this being sung like an octave higher by someone who can, like, properly scream. Like, a mixture between Matt Bellamy and Dave Grohl is what I want on this song. Okay. The vocalist to do. As opposed to you build it up It doesn't help that I can't really hit those notes. It definitely needs that rock like production yeah. too. That'd it, be so cool. It needs all the guitars in the world on it. <laughs> That'd be lovely. I like the way that you both do this where like you'll write songs on acoustic guitar and have like kind of band arrangements in uh, band arrangements in your mind already that's mm. kind of something I kind of envy actually you, you're you definitely very good at that both of you only difference is he can actually go off and do it with his band <laughs> that's true <laughs> Matt has a band yeah if that fails I just do it on my own <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really cool anything else you'd like to say about the songwriting at all nope I think that's about it so we're back from uh, a, uh, a break where I did <laughs> He urinated. I, I expelled some urine, as Mr. Burns would say. And, um, and I'm going to play my song now that I wrote in a week. And uh, I'm nervous about playing it because it's uh, really under-rehearsed. So, like, that's a warning. That's like every week, then. Every week for all of us. Yeah. Every week. Um, but, yeah, anyway, it's called um, In the Land of the Rentless. Oh. And, um... Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> So just something about the title makes me giggle. The Land of the Rentless? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see why. 
But anyway, it's on uh, piano and it's uh, it's kind of unusual, but I'll talk about it afterwards. And uh, here it is. I was kind of, I have to admit, I was peering over as you were playing it, looking at your cheat sheet, <laughs> no, yeah. your, your lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, wow, that is a clever idea. How do you mean? Wow, the way, I can just see what you've done there. <laughs> it's just great. Thank you. Yeah, basically, um, for all the viewers at home, I'm putting this up to the microphone. Um, I've written, now as in, like, as in like Native American who takes on the local town, down the margin of the page. Oh, Isn't that kind that, of like a... I didn't notice she did that. Is that like a... It's a type of poem, isn't there, where you can do that? Is yeah, it I can't remember what like it's called. a haiku or something, where you have the letters down... It's something make like a that. word, and then you start with each letter of the word. It's something we did in primary school. Yeah. I don't know if you guys did that in primary school at all, where you wrote, like, the word future, and then yeah. you had to, like... And then each write... letter, there's a line. Be... But, yeah, I thought I'd do that with I chose anti-establishment, uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism as my word. <laughs> At least it wasn't flocky knocking the hill of pillification. <laughs> <laughs> was that one? I've never heard that one before. <laughs> it's an interesting word. I, I was told, and this might be completely wrong, because it's been a while since I googled it. It is a real word, but I was told by someone that it means a phobia of a government run by bats. Wow. Yeah. But that's next week's song sorted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's our new quote. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. That's re what's the word again? Flocky knocking the hill of pillification. Woo! That's, yeah, that's but, a long title. Yeah, it might be completely bonkers, the, the meaning. That's what I was told, but yeah, Google it. I, I will actually Google that. Yeah. If that's the real meaning of the word, then that's a cool word. But um, as far as the margin things goes, um, like, like I was telling you just before we did... Uh, the podcast, um, I was like writing last night, like the night before this, and it's such a reoccurring theme for me, like writing mm. like the day before the podcast. But 
I had this idea for like writing the words down the margin, um, like the first day we read the book, like I went home and I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So all week long, I've had this, uh, this quote, the Native American quote down the margin of the page, mm. but just the page is empty apart from that. So when you were saying about having a blank slate mat, I was yeah. like, I can completely like literally relate to that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what do you call it? So I knew that I wanted to do that. So I also knew that it was such a strange thing to start each line with these words because you had to have words like Zen, Native, American, you know, the words of the quote, but like quite, the, the stranger words. You were words. quite constrained by that then. Yeah. I, I was constrained, but I really wanted to put like a, like a, that constraint on myself like big time. Mm. So it had to be kind of a stream of consciousness, which is what the song turned out to be, like mm. lyrically. But mm. are we going to say something? I might have cut you off there. No, I was listening to you. All oh, right. And I just said, mm, because I agreed with you. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought I interrupted you mm. there. Mm. But, um, so like, just for like anyone who kind of didn't catch it on the first go round, like the, the now is now in the land of the rentless. And then I turned the A into an, so it's kind of like cheating a little bit, but an opportunity presents itself. Zen-like bridges in only Li, and Li is um, a word in Chinese culture that refers to the natural patterns found in nature, like wood grain and the way that water um, flows and things like that. Um, these sort of like symmetrical patterns, uh, and uh, I just put that in there because it reminded me of the Zen thing. Mm. And, um, and I thought like, I'd like the idea of having these Zen bridges with like these Li, Mm. art all over them but the bridges are being burned so using like bridges as being burned as like a lyric as well right <clears throat> so i see them being I'm burned just... <laughs> don't do it <laughs> sorry that is a good bridges burn song mm. um uh what do you call it and yeah so i basically did that for every line but what i wanted to do is like basically what i did and this is kind of why the song is so strange is um i kind of started off in B minor, and I kind of got these chords, and I was like, okay, that's a start. I was like, I need something tonight, so like, that's gonna be a start for the song. Mm. Um, and so I was like, now in the land of the rentless, um, went to. These are my favorite chords of the song. I've got to say because it's like I'm using different bass notes. It was kind of like taking a leaf out of Declan's book, like using different bass on, on top of on below chords that I that I would normally use. So I go. Um, an opportunity presents itself, which is using like different bass notes. I'm not quite sure, but it's when I'm playing a B minor, I'm not playing that. I'm playing it with a an inversion, a D in the bass. And when I'm playing the uh, F sharp major, I'm playing it with the fifth in the bass, which just gives it that sort of like gothic feel. I it, think it sounds quite mournful. Almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. And then uh, it went up to. Uh, oh shit, what did I do? Um, anyway, I, I went up there and I wanted to modulate to, to F major just, for, you know, like sometimes I'll just for no reason just On change the, key. Um, uh, who's going to fly this aeroplane when, when you see me catch my second wind? Mm. Well, I mean, all through the song, really. I mean, it, it kind of gets to that bit, but when I'm going, uh, wait a sec. Now, in the land of the rentless, an opportunity presents itself. And then from there, I wanted to just change to F for no reason, so I go Zen bridges in only Lee Like so many I've seen burning periodically And then I was like, I need a way to get up to B minor But then I thought, actually, I'm going to change the key again And so I <laughs> use that F and E as just the basis of being in A minor So I do my 
classic uh, chromatic rundown of A and then to the um, American as far as England knows bit. And then I go to A major for the who's going to take me on the aeroplane bit. So what I want to do is like, I want to just resolve back to B minor, but actually I'm going to go to a different key. And now I'm doing this, I may as well just like change the key with every stanza. So each stanza is about a totally different thing and mm. is a in a totally different key. So it's kind of like, it's kind of going too far, really. Like, I think I've kind of done it, overdone it a bit. I don't, but... I don't think so, because it's one of these things that would make a really cool moment in the context of a live show or album where it's just thrown in between songs as yeah. a means of getting between them. That would be kind of cool. Like, the ending key of this song could be the starting key of the next song in the set sort like, of thing, yeah. Like, I kind of imagine, like, uh, almost like being any colour you like on Dark Side of the Moon, like, mm. existing as a transitionary piece of art to get to the next one yeah so like less of a song and more of like a, a transition right right yeah. and what would you call that type of song then like structurally I don't know it's strange because like because it's obviously it's a song but not in this not it, in br it breaks way. a lot of rules it does because it doesn't have a it doesn't that's how really punk we are well I, I'd sort of say it's it's a couple of things it's a stream of consciousness but yeah. like and it's very like all over the place and sporadic, but yeah, I think it has pop sensibilities. Like, oh yeah, when I wrote it, like I wanted one of the sections to be um, quote unquote chorus, mm -hmm. which is um, who's gonna take me on this aeroplane? Like to me, that's the chorus, but it never repeats. Yeah. It only happens once, and it's like half a chorus. It's not really a chorus, but in my mind, pop wise, that's a chorus. So it kind of has a verse chorus structure, yeah. but I didn't want anything to repeat apart from the. Um, in, in the, the land, land of the, the rentless. rentless, yeah. It's a really cool track. I, uh, in, mentally, every time I hear that, in, I hear in the land of the relentless. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but not like um, like relentless people, just like the energy drink. The energy drink, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the other thing I was going to say about the song is like kind of where the lyric came from. Obviously, I had the, the Native American thing I had to fit in, but I wanted it to not just be like, that was the line of the song. Because like you said last week, it could have like come, it could have just been one of my lyrics. I could have just put it in and it would have been like one of my normal lyrics mm. so I wanted to try that differently but I was like I want to write about um, something a little bit abstract with each verse so I was watching The Simpsons of and, course uh, you, <laughs> you always watch The Simpsons and um, it was that episode I don't know if you guys have seen it where um, Bart goes into an auction, auction room and he like bids one dollar on this big abandoned factory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Do you yeah. know that one? Yeah, yeah vaguely. And um, he has his own factory, mm. and this is kind of the weird way my mind works, but I was, like, watching that, and I was, like, watching it in the bath, and then the episode ended, and I was just like, wouldn't it be cool to, like, just be able to have this giant, like, piece of property that you own, like, outright, no rent or anything, mm. and then you just own this place, and you can make it into, like, it was a factory, and you can make it into, like, your studio and your bedroom. Yeah, And yeah. It, it's just yours forever. And it was also kind of inspired by, like, my brother, uh, my older brother, Nathan, just bought his own house yeah. in Wales, and he's, it's just his now. I was thinking, like, everyone I know who, like, rents and stuff, they all... It's almost like everything is so far out of reach. Like everyone's paying a mortgage that they yeah, can't really yeah. afford, and everyone's like got cars that they're like really trying to financially keep on the road, and like everyone's kind of struggling. But to have your own place in your own right mm. feels secure and safe. So like, there's no real deeper meaning to that. But that was in my mind, so I kind of put it in the song. Apart from socioeconomic uh, comment. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> and then the. Um, and then the, I wanted to kind of write about that, but I didn't have like a way to like lyric. Cause size it. Mm. That's a word. 
And um, it is now. It is now. And uh, I was listening to um, it's going to be on my weekly listening list this week. But I've been listening to an album by a rapper called Earl Sweatshirt, and the album's called Doris. And the first song on the album is like the it's the worst song on the album in my opinion. It's really weak. Um, no offence, Earl. Um, Would you like a guest on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, please come on. But it's because he's not on it very much, but he's on like the last verse of the song, and he's like a really good rapper, and one of his lyrics is um, <coughs> in the land of the rentless, and I was like, just listening to the song, I was like, okay, I'm going to take that and just use that to illustrate the idea that I had in my mind. Mm. Um, other than that, there's not really much I can say about this, apart from the America line and being native to America, like in a, an emotional sense, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but I know you know Declan. I lived in America for a while when I was a kid. Okay. And it was like, I certainly feel like there was an element of me being uprooted from my childhood in England and yeah. being moved to America. And it was like, it wasn't like a traumatic experience at all. It was like good and everything, but it was certainly like I a shock. I still cry myself to sleep every night. <laughs> and it's like, it certainly like affected my personality and stuff, like having been moved as a kid. Mm. So I, I write about that sometimes. Like I got a song on my album, America, yeah, um, which is about obviously that. And so I kind of put that in the song. And other than that, uh, the rest of it's kind of like gibberish. <laughs> so Hooray for gibberish. Yeah. He says off mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, that's pretty much all I can think to say about the song, unless you guys uh, have anything else. I think, I think you've covered all the bases without being asked, really. But yeah, that's yeah, what I said. There's not a lot left that I can think to ask about. It was really, really good, though. Thank you. I, I wasn't pleased with the performance, like, really not. Like, there were gaps and bits where I played, the, like, the wrong melody. But the, the song shone through that. So Thank you. That's... None of us are at a best. We've said Shong, before, Shong. like... Um, like, the thing, writing in a week means you don't get time to rehearse. Mm. Mm. And I think whoever's listening is aware of that. I mean, these songs were like written, you know, in the past three days. Yesterday. So, yeah. <laughs> Last night. In my well, it is a songwriting podcast, not a song performing podcast. Yeah. That is a good point, actually, yeah. I think I just worry about people listening and going, what the hell is he doing? He's out of tune and stuff, you know? So, but, <clears throat> you're, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, you both had like really rehearsed like good songs this week. But, um, I wouldn't you, agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I think everybody has like I, self-effacement and stuff. But. I hadn't even rehearsed all the lyrics of mine. So. I'm saying I have a cold, so I can use that as my excuse this week. I wrote late, so that's my excuse. Excuses for everyone! <laughs> Yay! We're all shit. Should we, uh, should we tell them about our next challenge? Yes. Um, do you wanna... Go on then. Shall I? Shall I do it? Because i got the notes in front of me. Well, basically... Actually, it was your idea, so yeah. Sorry. Well, basically... Um... A while ago, we had um, a challenge to fit in a sequence of notes, uh, which was uh, into one of our songs. And the way we came up with that was using a random number generator moving around within the key of C. Hmm. We're doing a similar thing this time, but the difference is that we are using a random number generator to go plus four and minus four, but on semitones rather than just within a key. Mm. So uh, the melody that we have to try and include this week goes like this. D sharp, E, G, F, D. And we have to get that in somehow. Um, and as we said in the previous um, number generated melody, challenge 
We don't have to like play it in that rhythm or that key. It's just that those notes in that consecutive order have to be in, in our song somewhere in a riff or a vocal melody or a bass line or whatever it might be. Um, I think we lucked out because this is like, it's not like unworkable, but to be fair, so. <clears throat> it's not uh, having to fit that in or something. <laughs> well, one of the weeks it will be though, for sure. Yeah, we'll just like set it to like eight uh, as a minimum gap or something like that. That would be perfect for me, I'd, I'd love that. Yeah, that's just a solo. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like a Majara riff, it was like an octave lower. Yeah. It's like with some drums behind it and stuff. But um, how do you feel about that, Declan? I feel... not too worried because my chord sequences tend to be semitonal based anyway, so... Mm. It's just trying to find a... something that fits all of that. I think I'm catching what you've got. My, my throat's starting to... I like what you've got. I like what you've got. Ben Double Girl, show me what you're working with. Shall we wrap up the show? <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> you know it. Um, thank you for listening to the show, and a uh, big thank you to Matt. Thank you, Matt, for coming on. It's always lovely to have you on the show. Thank you. Golf club. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, it really means a lot to have you on the show, and um, that's really nice of you. It's, we it's don't cool break out the golf claps for anyone to invite me, and to have the opportunity to bodge some notes together and hope that it works. <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> um, where can they find you, Matt? Um, you can find me nowhere. No, you can find me on Facebook. Um, at the moment, mostly got a YouTube page. If you look at Matt Partridge Music. Or Majaro, that's M-A-J-A-R-O, on Facebook or YouTube, and on iTunes and stuff like that. And you can find some of my original music. It's just, yeah, original. It's really good. You guys should check it out, you listeners. It's pretty cool. It is very cool. And Declan, you have a new song out? Uh, yes, I do. Pause. You can find it on SoundCloud. Uh, just search Declan Kitchener or pause, and it'll be the thing that's got a pause logo on it. <laughs> Funny, when, when you posted that on Facebook, um, you know how SoundCloud kind of like crops an image a little bit? It looks like the front cover of that Blondie album, Parallel Lines. A parallel Lines, just with no one on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like, Declan, you plagiarist. <laughs> but then I kind of looked I'm at the actual image. I'm in a fun one across the <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, but that's that. And then where can they find you, Roger? Oh, me? Yes. Um, RogerHeathers.com. Uh, you can find me by searching Roger Heathers Music on um, Facebook. And uh, my band, Pea Green Boat, has just released a single today. Uh-huh. So um, check out Pea Green Boat on Facebook and the single's called Carolina Ran. But it's like, it's on the last episode of the podcast anyway, that you will have heard on Sunday if you listened on the day it came out. Um, but that's where you can find me. And you can email the show at weeklysongpodcast.gmail.com. And if you have any song ideas of your own, uh, do email them in because we'd love to hear your song ideas or your comments about the show. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like the show or uh, leave us... Or don't. Less stars. <laughs> leave um, us less stars so less satisfied you are with our performance. Yeah, but um, definitely uh, email the show. And if you live local to the Cornwall area, email that email address as well and you can come on the show. We'd love to have you. And even if you don't particularly like the show or you just want to have a chat and some company, just email the show because we, we want to get 
some emails at some point. Yeah, it'd be really nice to get some, some emails. We'd welcome the spam at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we got something from Barclay Card, brilliant. Wait, no, if everyone else has a Barclay Card, shut up, we've got an email. <laughs> Dear Weekly Song Podcast, would you like an ISA account? <laughs> all right, all right. Um, anyway, I guess we should wrap up. Um, thank you again, Matt, for coming on. Um, thank you. Pleasure as always, Declan. Oz. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of being weird. But... Sh- yeah. Anyway, I think this is probably a sign that we should end. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Goodbye. <laughs>